When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There we go. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California. And formerly broadcasting from sexy, steamy Studio City, California. This is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack. And the Knapsack Files is still technically the parent company, if you will, of Saturday Night Knapsack. We all work for Morning Drive Media and that horrible boss, Ken Knapsack. But this is me, Ken Knapsack, not the character Ken Knapsack that I play on Saturday Night Knapsack. And that's a lot of Knapsacks, and there's a lot of not a lot of Knapsacks left in the world, to be honest. But I'm here today to give you a little update. Something I'm excited about, I'll start there. We are still going to be going strong. 2023 will be 10 years of broadcasting on this RSS feed. It has not changed. Well, technically, it did change. There was a an original Knapsack Files on Podbean, but you never heard that, and it was hard to manage. I was learning the what, how did what's this? What's RSS? HTML? Oh God! And I found Podomatic, and that's where I started. So the, that RSS feed that launched in early 2013 is still this one. We are in our tenth year of broadcasting, coming up on the actual ten years of starting this, and I'm excited about. I don't have anything planned for it. I don't have anything planned for it. But I want to tell you about something that's going to be happening here and why I will be going a little dark on this feed for a month or so. And just kind of uh, share what I'm I'm doing. excited. Patreon supporters know a little bit about this. I've been uh, talking about it and how that's how it works with me. I get I get the idea. I kind of talk about it. I talk about it. I say I'm going to do it. And I put it on a post-it note, and I know I'll get to it in about six months. I'd like to change that. I'd like to be a little bit more aggressive <laughs> in my moves, both in life and my career. But I also know that's that's how it goes. That's how it works. By the way, I'm just I'm, I'm letting the music play out here for a bit, a little bit, because I, I the majestic march of Tex Tunney, which is what I named this song um, originally. I believe it's called Detroit from. Um, my old friend uh, Brian uh, Burroughs out in uh, Texas who, who wrote this song and then let me use it. And then I changed it to the Majestic March of Tex Tunney and this would uh, play me out to the wrestling ring with the uh, Territory Kings. So, this is uh, where we're at here. In 2020, I really made a conscious switch of programming, as you're all aware. And that, of course, was, is, and will be Saturday Night Knapsack, SNN. It actually was, as you might recall, originally called Saturday Night Special. And it was a, a chance for me to kind of let loose a little bit. I, I, You know, I've been doing the interviews for so many years. Other shows came and went. Uh, Hot Sizzler Nights, unfortunately, uh, came and went. Though there is a couple Sizzlers left. I just don't know if my 
mind, soul, and body can take a, a Sizzler salad trip. Um, f- f- uh, three things. Uh, life ranked. Um, a lot of other shows have, have, have come and gone here on the feed. And, and I've always liked that. I've always liked that I've had this kind of uh, location, this RSS feed, this podcast to do what uh, I wanted to do. But uh, quite frankly, I'll, I'll give you the business end of it. Saturday night special, or at least Saturday night programming, uh, which also included like full episodes of Mysteries and Unexplained. Some of the stuff I was doing with that was um, a, 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 a chance for me to not only just feel creative and have some fun, but also to get episodes out, to get revenue. I was on Anchor, which had a, at the time, pretty good advertising program. And I never made a ton of money off of this, but it was it was uh, good food and gas money uh, to help me uh, through the month. And so that's I was like, I need to double double up on programming. Four centers going strong, all this other stuff's going strong, but let me double up on programming. Um, and then a couple of things changed along the way. For some of you who might have been on Anchor then and 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 have been on Anchor as a podcasting place uh, for a while, uh, they changed the way they they do their advertising. I lost um, all my advertising money on this feed. I uh, have it on some other spots, but I've uh, not been making a cent from this feed directly. Now, this all ties into the Patreon page. I'll, I'll be talking about that later. A little bit of a business update. Is this exciting? Just, just stay tuned. Just stay tuned, especially if you've listened to me for a long time. Let you in on what I'm trying to do. So I don't want to go too much down the business route, but um, Saturday Night Special uh, was the show. I, I was like, let me just try this and have some fun and less things planned. I don't have to worry about bringing in guests. If I want to, I can. And then you know, some stuff that emerged, little bits, characters, whatever. And I've always done this stuff. When I was 14, I was in my room, had a boombox and a clock radio. And I, w- I would host a show. I would be the guest. There was a producer character. Uh, I spoke through like a cardboard tube. like the, uh, da, 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 da. And I was, I was a little uh, lonely kid in my room, but doing this. And so that star- I started to reconnect to that. And changed it to Saturday Night Napsock, which actually wasn't is sounds like Saturday Night Live, which is something that I've been you know as a kid wanted to do so much, but it really wasn't that. It was just Saturday Night Special, and which was actually a show for a while back in the nineties, I believe. And it was like, yeah, it's just Saturday Night Napsock. Keep the branding, 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 branding. Um, old handsaw Sean Arnold, Sean Arnold um, made some uh, great uh, little graphics for me and everything, and it just it just kind of worked. Then the uh, the um, the murder of George Floyd happened in 2020, and it was it was a horrible time, uh, but also part of this uh, you know weird four years or so in a lot of our lives. And I am always aware of when to all right. This is not the week to do a silly show, or this is not the week to even put anything out. I've removed myself as much as I can from Twitter and stuff in the sense of, you know, sometimes I go in there and post a stupid joke, but I just I just don't engage on it. I put podcasts out there and no one gets the links and Twitter does that on purpose. We hear, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that that changed me. I put some programming out. I felt yeah, it was one of those things. You just it wasn't uh, being silent about it was uh, didn't feel right for me. Didn't feel appropriate for me. Um, if 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 it did for other shows, it's that's. Fine, it's all it's our all our own journey, and I've always played things pretty close to the vest. Um, open about some of my spirituality, open up some, open about some of my experiences and some of my beliefs and how that might factor into it. But uh, I, I had been going through this change uh, uh, in my soul for like 2015, 2016 on. Got out of the old job in 2017 or 2015 that I worked for 17 years, and and I loved my time there. You know, hated it, but at, at the same time, it was such a huge part of my life and. 
all those kind of things. But I just started to see, was able to see the world in a little different space, was not um, uh, trapped through in the walls of uh, uh, alpha male dominated um, tough need and you needed to be tough kind of business. I, I don't, uh, you know, immediately and automatically throw arrows at that type of atmosphere. It was some, sometimes needed. I just think it's destructive, destructive to the people who are the, are working those jobs and destructive to those who, who can, you know, fall victim to it. So I, I started to change the politics of the world, um, made me someone who's generally, maybe I would even call myself apolitical, even though I was uh, historically cons- conservative uh, or conservative leaning, um, socially, you know, that old socially liberal fiscal conservative thing was something that I think for a while definitely how would be fair to describe myself. Uh, and, and there's still a lot of things that we can talk about some of those nuances, blah, 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 but yeah, Trump 2016, everything, it just, it just changed going through the star Wars show wars, as I call them in 2017 into 2018, where, uh, Last Jedi um, didn't just bring out people who didn't like the movie. And most of those people, I would say, don't understand the movie. Uh, don't want to understand the movie. Don't want to engage with art on that level. Don't understand that X-Men meant this or, you know, original Star Wars was about, you know, George's politics, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I went through that and, and um, I have an easy life, to be clear. But it was just like it started to change my Eyes uh, change my mind, open my eyes to what we, we're kind of dealing with out there. Uh, we're inherent uh, just sexism and racism and homophobia and just uh, resistance to change and resistance to uh, empathy was building. And I could see it and I was feeling it in a way that I didn't fully understand. So flash forward, uh, you know, and I, I'm, I'm the type that, look, if something goes wrong in the world, I, I'm not, I'm not a mad, automatically going to drop my show and bring on a guest from an affected community. I don't have a problem with that. I want to be clear. I don't have a problem with that. I think it is absolutely needed. I think you absolutely need to address stuff. I've been on parts of shows where that have done that. But I, for my podcast feed, I just, I, I wanted to say what I wanted to say. And I did. And there's some episodes around the George Floyd uh, Floyd uh, murder that week that I, I was sitting by my fire and just kind of rambling, but just trying to trying to just say something because my soul was, was cracking as all of ours were in many different ways. But what came out of that was Saturday Night Knapsack. What really started to emerge was me wanting to talk about the world, talk about even that incident or the things around it, people's reactions to that incident, my views on it, my views on Trump, my views on um, uh, parties that I, political parties I'm no longer affiliated with, um, views on, uh, you know, maybe some cultures or some, some religious uh, cultures that I'm no longer around and, and, and long have not really been a part of because I, I don't really just never felt at home with it. And I just wanted um, my art to have a little bit more meaning. But at the same time, really have fun with it, really be silly with it, have an episode where aliens land and they come out and, you know, <laughs> sing a, a, a Lionel Richie song. Like, I just wanted to take the show in a different way. I did. I no longer wanted to be Ken Napsok, this guy, you know, from Schmoes who uh, sits and does some interviews, interviews I'm very proud of. Even some of the last interviews that I did under that kind of banner, I'm very proud of. Um, I just didn't want to do that anymore. And I also did not want to bring in other folks, uh, not that my friends I trust. There's some people I love working with. But it was like, this is my name, it's my brand, and I, I it, not in the sense of controlling it like I'm Emperor Palpatine, but I want to, I want it to be for me. And this is what I did when I was 14 because I had 
very few friends and no social life. And I'd stay in my room recording radio shows for myself on a cassette. And that was where Saturday Night Napsock crystallized. But it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't write down notes. It just, I didn't, it wasn't formal about it. I just started to do what I wanted to do. And which is something that I've always done. Um, and first I wanted to say this, the numbers went way down. Now the pandemic changed a lot of podcasting viewing habits. Um, it changed again, advertising, lost all the money for that show uh, and several other of my shows, uh, which forced me to make some other kind of creative business decisions. I don't know if I would have made joining, starting YouTube channels and whatnot. Um, and, um, but my numbers went way down and I always, that's part of the humor of Saturday Night Naps, like it's no one's listening. I, I don't have the numbers. I don't have a, an exit interview you do on Patreon. I don't really check that one because I don't want my feelings hurt. But um, uh, and everyone who's ever left has been very nice, and you know I've, uh, I have a reason or financial reasons, or I was only going to support you for a time. That's not, that's never been a problem with me. But um, you know the the, um, the 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 numbers went way down, and that became part of the humor on, on Saturday Night Naps. Uh, and I think so, you know, some of the issues, some of the things I was talking about, number one, and some of the ways in which I was expressing my opinions and some of my opinions and some of my beliefs, I think did cut some of the numbers down. I, I'm not pointing one finger at that. There's many fingers in many different di directions. But um, so first of all, thank you. There, there's a lot of people who do listen, and I know this. Some of you reach out. Uh, and I just the fact that, that that is part of the humor is just that. It's just part of the humor. Uh, and it's fun, and it's my way to maybe even deal with the numbers. Uh, I've never, Knapsack Files has never been a highly listened to podcast. Four Center does well, gets an Apple to, Top 200 TV and film. Cashly Talks done well recently because Game of Thrones is the news. Saturday and Knapsack grew to a point where I was taking in about 2,000 listens an episode, which is not enough to really get much, especially in terms of advertising, but it's a great number. And I'll tell you right now, I struggle. And I put out a lot of content, so I get, but I, I, I struggle sometimes to get 400 uh, uh, downloads in, in like a week's time. That's my measure. It used to be seven days out from a released episode, pushing that 2,000, often going over, often going higher. And then the numbers would grow over time. And now seven days out, 400, 500. And again, a lot of reasons, including people just aren't driving to work as much anymore. They aren't listening to podcasts. And then I changed. It's not necessarily the, the political views or, or views of the world I have or silly humor. A lot of I just have I have a weird sense of humor. This is what I call my kids in the hall Monty Python side. A little more obtuse, a little more awkward, a little more weird, playing with silences, playing with egos. Um, that's always been one of my styles. One of my favorite things to do is to play the character of Cadnapsuck, who's an asshole and doesn't know it but is aware of it enough because he thinks he's great. Like that, that's, that's just the character I love playing. And it, Saturday Night Napsuck represents just a lot of my own voices in my own head. Not literally. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, we all have that. We all have that. Today I feel this. I, I feel this about that. But I get angry about this. But I'm soft about this. But I don't understand that. Why is that person doing it? We all have that. And Saturday Night Napsuck is literally just that. Where I'm, a, I'm fascinated with... Bigfoot. But also, I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot. So, I have a show where I can discuss both sides. Um, there are certain things I have uh, absolutely 
moved far apart from uh, things I was raised or to believe or upbringings or cer- certain voting patterns. I've moved far away from that. But I still have uh, trouble understanding some of the, quote, the other side or understanding why they do this or uh, the complete lack of not just nuance, which is a buzzword people put out there, but the, the lack of the lack of the empathy that you claim the other side doesn't have. You know, it's just like this is the show where I deal with it all. Um, but also it wasn't what I was known for. And over the last 10 years, I started Schmoes uh, this October. We're coming up on 10 years of me producing uh, Schmoes Now in October 2012. That's where everyone found me. You know, I'd I, I done some stand-up. I, I wrote some things for Tiny Mixtapes. Um, but uh, wrote some wrestling articles in 2010 for a while for a website called Wrestle, WrestleZone. I had a monthly column. That was it, you know. Uh, no one knew me. No one knew me. And Schmoes, for better or for worse at times, put me into a different uh, lane and people started to know me. And it's not, it's not fame, but it's a level of hey, notoriety. So I can walk, occasionally I'll walk into a restaurant in, in uh, Arizona and someone will be like, hey, you, it's you. Or I walk into a 7 uh, Eleven in my hometown, my home area here. Someone walking in was like, oh my God, it's you. And they open up, I'm opening up the door for the pit boss. That, do, that doesn't happen if, if 2012, October 2012 doesn't happen. I launched this podcast in 2013. So you know me from the movie news world. You know me from comedy adjacent. You know me from uh, Ken's going to sit down and give you some sincere, heartwarming, inspirational interviews with people that you already know or maybe you don't know and you get to learn. And when I drastically changed that, when I gear shifted that, uh, that probably more than anything, more than my beliefs and more than the, the show, the voices I do or whatever – uh, which, by the way, are kind of supposed to be intentionally bad because that's the joke. It's my my brain speaking to itself. Um, that's that naturally going to change, you know. If you you if you're watching your favorite television show for five seasons, and all of a sudden the sixth season, they're like, "Well, now it's just going to be a variety show." Like you might be like, "Oh, I'm cool. I love everyone on it, but not for me." So that's a lot of it too. It's not bitterness that people have changed or listening habits habits have changed. I made a decision, and I believe in that. I always do that. Right now on my YouTube channel, I'm doing ASMR videos with baseball cards and stuff because I love it and I love doing it. I've had a few nasty comments, like some actual mean comments of how far I've fallen or why the hell are you doing this shit? And I get it. I don't, I'm not even hurt by it. It's like, no, I get it. You know, I, my YouTube channel's never been super active. I, I shotgun blast some things and maybe if I hyper-focus, I'd be more successful. Maybe if I did dumb reaction videos... Or just uh, talking about movie news still. Maybe more people would be listening because that's what they knew me for and that's what they wanted to hear from me. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't. I've always done that. I've always done that. I've always done what I've wanted to do artistically, even if it costs me something. Because otherwise, why am I doing this? The times where I've taken jobs because I guess I better... Um, there's always positives that come out of it. Collider was a great example. I wanted to leave Screen Junkies. I needed to leave it badly. This one looked great on paper. I got a, met my fiance out of it. Had a lot of great fun. Also worked with some horrible people. Also worked with some people I'm no longer close with. And it changed a lot of things. And the getting let go was devastating, but it forced me to this period of my life. And it's been the best period of my life. So positive, negatives, you do it, you learn. 
You do what you want, though, right? That's where I'm at. I mean, you, you do what you want. Sometimes you got to take a job you don't want. Sometimes you just got to make money. Sometimes I got to find ways to do this all a little bit more smoother so that maybe I can get more people in. Other, other times I just do what I want in my heart and what I want to get out there in the world. Pop rock and radio is something I love. I, I miss that I haven't been able to do it live. At the time of this recording, I've only been, in, been able to go live one out of the last like, five weeks, and it breaks my heart. And I love that. I, I do my radio shift, Hall of Fame Music Radio. I don't make a dime for it. I don't make a dime. But I'm back on the radio. I love it. People hear me out there in Pennsylvania. People hear me out in the world. And I love doing it. So I'm going to do it. ASMR videos. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people making a lot of money on AS ASMR videos. I am currently not one of them. Um, and if I want to keep going, I might move to a separate channel. I might do all those things. I don't know. I'll take these shots. I'll continue to take these shots. Um, Box Score Heroes was a great example of that. Uh, I really believed at the time it was the right time for me to launch a baseball-only podcast. I was refining my love for the sport. I wrote some articles for a website in 2019. Um, I'm very much glad I'm not affiliated with him where the site closed, but the, the owner was uh, pfft, uh, not someone I agree with uh, on their views of the world. But um, I was back in. I was, I was really – so I was like, great, let's launch this baseball podcast. A whole network plan. But I was doing it by myself. Um, the people I was trying to bring in, uh, you know, I'm not paying, so I couldn't, uh, I got some help here, got a great episode, uh, out of my friend, uh, Dan Farron, um, but I couldn't keep up on that end of it. I couldn't keep up on my uh, friend, Tom, um, and I just wasn't keeping up on baseball. Everything still exists. The feed still exists. The YouTube channel still exists. I have some ideas and maybe bringing some folks to help me down the line, um, uh, the Brian Ward's branding's the best, but it was a it was it was a failure in the sense of it just didn't work. But I do it again, right? I do it again. Re-upping and re-energizing Casterly Talk has been wonderful. It's been fun. Um, we're not quite monetized on the YouTube channel yet. A little bit of ad money coming in on the podcast side, but uh, I've been that's been a good thing. Pop rock and radio's been a good thing. And Saturday night nap sock, I'm into this ramble. I apologize. It's been a great thing for me, whether or not everyone loves it or not, whether or not everyone gets it or whether or not people want to get it. Some people might get it and just be like, yeah, not for me. Fair. But it's time consuming uh, and I got a lot going on and somewhere along the line, I, I had this fear that I was going to have to shut down Saturday night Napsack. Just going to have to put it on mothballs. In 2016, Napsack Files went dark for eight months or something. I returned with the relaunch of the Patreon page in 2017 uh, that had a lot to do with my job at ScreenJack because I just I just was emotionally uh, in a horrible spot, um, trying to make the best of a, of, a, of a decent job. By the way, what, it wasn't every day wasn't horrible. I met some wonderful folks. It just was like it wasn't it wasn't the right move. It was the right move in the sense it got me out of my day job. It was the wrong move a lot of other ways, and I wasn't happy there. And so I, I lost the will to even do Saturday or even do Napsack files. But that came back, and it's a, it, and and so this is not the first time I've shut down a little bit. But I just wanted to get ahead of it, and let you all know. I know there's some real dedicated listeners to the show. What I've wanted to do for a while is take a lot of the things I've done and created on Saturday Night Napsack. It is a show that got me back to more writing. Uh, some of the things are completely improv. Any 911 call, any Del Taco drive through most conversations with the PD character are improv. Uh, a lot of them, the other ones over here are completely every word written. 
Um, I just wanted to stretch myself a little bit more, get back to sketch writing where I used to be really good at sketch writing till uh, my life changed in 2002 uh, and get back to, and just get to writing. One of the reasons I moved to LA is something I've moved far from. So there's been some thoughts in my head of how do I adapt this into a, a comic book, a movie, um, um, a YouTube show, a digital short, a, a, a pitch for a TV show, just something I do on my own. Like I, I wanted the last year to push towards that because I'm having so much fun, but everything else around me is getting busy. Pop rock and radio takes time and energy. Um, four center. We do four to sometimes five episodes a week. We're in the, we're right now we're, we're two weeks out from reviewing Andor, um, having rings of power, house of the dragon, plus any other four center related things where I have to rewatch rise of Skywalker, rewatch rogue one. Good gigs, right? Love it. This is my dream life, but that's time and energy. And often what's happening is that's why Saturday nap, night Napstock went by bi-weekly. I, I just, the energy, the time, and I was trying to do it based off the news of the week because that's part of the reason I'm doing it. It's not just a parody of a radio show or something like that or, or look in my wacky mind. It's me looking at the world and talking about it. And that, that's weekly. And often I was trying to get ahead of it. I'll write something on Tuesday night when I got a little more time, maybe something Friday afternoon. That way when I come into uh, my office on Saturday, um, I can just record and not have to worry about writing as much. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's it's a, it's a timely show. Um, so I thought, I think it's time to shut this thing down. But then I realized, no, it's not. So I'm excited to say that I'm finally going to uh, have Saturday Night Naps out, go dark here, maybe for six weeks. And I'm going to go into seasons. And I'm going to write out six episodes or so at a time. They're going to be maybe a little less timely, a little less about the news of the world. I'm sure that will pop up. Won't be specific news of the world, but maybe the vibes of the world. Maybe what we're going through. Um, but also silly and also fun and hopefully a little hard. And I don't fully understand what I'm going to put into it yet. I'll say no if I don't finally say I'm going to do this. I won't do it. And then I'll never know. And this just was the right time. Looking around at the workload that I have, there's also a gig I'm doing for a fandom that's uh, every day. And, and, and a lot of you haven't announced that. It's not something I need to announce publicly. It's just a little behind-the-scenes job. And uh, I just got a lot going on. So instead of running, I'm going to run into the wave. I'm going to shut down this feed for a little bit and ride out and come back and do it again. If I like it, I'll do it again. It's this chapter. It's not um, the only chapter. There'll be more changes, I'm sure, in my career and in my creativity. But this is what I want to do now. I don't even know how it's going to play out. I might have to have separate the other people come in and do some voices. I, I might just all do it myself. I don't know. I don't know if it's a, all set in a studio. I don't know if it's going to be all set at Del Taco. I don't know. I don't know. Um, all I know is when I sit down to write Saturday Night Napsock, it comes out. It works. The block that often creative people, specifically writers, sometimes feel is not there. I don't know why. But when I sit down with a blank page or a notebook and I've gone to like a, you know, 
restaurant and grabbed a notebook and said, all right, I'm going to sketch down uh, ideas for a sitcom based on things I've done in Saturday Night Napsack. Not even an adaption of, of, of uh, an adaptation of Saturday Night Napsack. But I'm, I'm just going to create a show that I can maybe do something with. And I can't, the, the page remains blank. But then I go home and I sit down on my burning MacBook that's dying a slow death and 30 minutes pops out. It takes a couple hours, but it pops out. And I don't doubt it. There's been some things I've done on here that, uh, you know, like, I don't know if that even works. I don't even, I can, I don't even know if I can do that voice. It's not even part of the joke. That just sucks. But I just do it. Sometimes it hits with you guys. Sometimes it doesn't. I get messages about what you love. I don't need messages about what you hate, uh, <laughs> to be clear. And uh, I'm fulfilled. And hopefully you are, are too as an audience. So now I want to step on the gas for that. I want to see where I can go with that. And, uh, you know, um, I hope this isn't all this. This is probably melodramatic, I'm sure. I could just tweet this out. Um, But I always love sharing it. And this is a little bit of uh, the old broadcasting style of here's me, heart on my sleeve, doubts on my sleeve. And maybe that can connect with you. That's something I love doing. I don't do it intentionally, but maybe we can all be on this kind of journey together. What do you want to do that you've been putting off? What do you want to try that you've been afraid to really sit down and do? Let me know. Let's do it together. Let's figure something out. So I'm excited to do this next phase. Um, the Patreon page, patreon.com slash if you'd like to support. It means a lot if you do. You're no longer supporting a show. You're supporting my uh, empire. Four Center is always its own kind of thing, but things like Casterly Talk, Pop Rock and Radio, just the morning drive media portfolio, if you will, which includes my stand-up stuff. That's what you're supporting. Um, I still have some supporters uh, that I appreciate with all my heart. Again, times are tough, times change. Um, but one of the favorite th- one of my favorite things I do right now, and it's one of my favorite things I've ever done, is the show uh, The Blathering, which is like this, but with more swear words. Uh, and it's honestly the most, other than some Saturday and Epsoc stuff, which is really exposing some stuff inside my head, but um, The Blathering that I do weekly is the most me I've been on a microphone, I think, ever. That is the most... Broadcast Ken meets the Ken that sits with you at a diner. For better or worse, I guess. I had a blast. And that remains Patreon exclusive for now. Um, I don't know if I want to unleash that on the world. Maybe one day. Um, I, uh, you know, and and I think in the meantime, I think if I get the urge, I think you might have, uh, you know, a Dr. Lancaster 10-minute episode on Patreon. You might have a Nolan Guthrie on Patreon. Um, um, no promises on, on doing that weekly or anything, but like, you know, I'm going to get that urge. I'm going to get that itch. Um, and, uh, that's going to be there for now. But in the meantime, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a, a early kind of, uh, October date, uh, in my brain to release the first episode. They'll air one right after another, uh, you know, in six weeks, uh, weekly, not binge worthy style, but weekly. Uh, and then uh, we'll do it again. And then we'll be the holidays. I'll write during the holidays, come out of that. Maybe I'll do, you know, something here and there, Christmas special or something like that. And I'm just going to see. And if it fails, I go back to bi-weekly and go back to just going off of uh, trends and, and news and stuff. Great. We do that because I already know I love it. So that's where we're at. If you want to support, patreon.com slash Ken the place to do it or just listen. Just listen to the things out there. Share the word about Pop Rock and Radio. Share the word about Cashly Talk. Uh, dig into Force Center and tell a Star Wars loving friend about it. Uh, if you like ASMR, check out my videos. Uh, if you don't, check them out. Give them a like uh, and, and never watch them again. 
Uh, and I'm not done doing stuff. You know, we're on Twitch again full time, having a blast doing that. Finally got the Twitch set up that I needed to get years ago. Finally got it going. Still want to do some stuff over there. That might be my place where you get a little public broadcasting from me uh, on just chatting shows and whatnot. But it doesn't matter. I'm having fun. We're going to have fun. And this is where I'm at now. And I hope you all join me for the ride. That's it. That's where we are. See y'all. Thanks for listening to Napsock Files. Saturday Night Napsock. The band's going to play us out. Good old Tex Tunney's going to march away. Mm-hmm.